Peace, family, and thank you for tuning in to Understanding the Nursing Game podcast. Many people are looking for financial help while in college. I would love to present the Thelma Lee McKenzie Nursing Scholarship. It was designed for nursing students at the University of South Alabama. You must have a 3.0 GPA and have graduated from a high school within Washington or Clark County in the state of Alabama. If anybody have any more questions about this scholarship, please call Rebecca Baker at 251-341-3721. everybody we're back again we're having a, another episode of understanding the nursing game with miss shawana obi and mr barry coleman how you doing today miss shawana i'm good barry how are you hey i'm doing good seeing like you're not running today that, that's good you in good spirits i'm sitting down right now <laughs> yes you're sitting down but I'm, I'm glad you're not in not in bad spirit last time i talked to you you seemed like you was uh busy you know had a lot of stuff going on, so uh, I'm glad to see you rested. And we're gonna, I'm gonna get a good version of you. I did one podcast without you, girl. I, I can't do no more without you. <laughs> I, every one of them, I gotta do for now on with you. Uh, <laughs> with me, <laughs> yes, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it by myself. I, ain't, I, I don't have skills. It's okay, I got you. All right, all right, all right. So, quote of the day if you have no credits. You'll likely have no success. All right. So, uh, Mr. Michael Metz, he said, Devil, I like the devil. I, I, I needed some credits this week. Somebody if you to have help. no critics, you'll have no success. That's correct. Okay. So, you got you to gotta have some credits. Oh, yeah. Hey, as, yeah. as the young, like as, yeah. As the young folks say, I got, I got some haters. Yeah. You yes. Need haters. Yeah. Yeah. You need them haters. They're going to keep it sharp. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, hey, I appreciate Ms. Shawana for, uh, Keeping me on task this past week. Hey, you, <laughs> hey, I, I need you. You just don't understand. I need mm-hmm. you. But uh, yes, it's a hard job, Barry. Oh, it is. It's very hard because I'm uh, I'm a very ambitious guy. Very ambitious. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah. like a wild bronco. But uh, <laughs> yes, we have a special guest for today. Miss Shawana is going to introduce this young lady. Okay. So today we have Miss Shonda Scott with us, and. You're currently in Alabama, correct? Absolutely. Good old state of Alabama. Sweet <laughs> <Okay>. home Alabama. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it's actually Dr. Scott, right? That's correct. It's Dr. Scott. But I'm good with mm-hmm. Shanda, too. Okay. Shanda? Yes. Okay. All right. So, and Miss Shanda is a nurse practitioner at University Hospital in the ED, correct? That's correct. That's my right. faculty what we consider faculty practice. Okay. Okay. And you and Barry met at USA College of Nursing? Uh, yes. We met at the University of South Alabama College of Nursing probably a was it a couple of months ago or a month or so ago? Oh, uh, it was about the month ago. Go okay. Ahead. Look, my time is all crazy. <laughs> He's one of our awesome donors to the College of Nursing. Yes. And so one of our development officers wanted me to meet Barry and and just talk to him and see what ways he could help us out on some of our uh, initiatives with the diversity and inclusion council. Mm-hmm. The school is absolutely just thrilled to have Barry as an alumni, not just a donor. Mm-hmm. I think they think the most of you, uh, Dr. Hall, our Dean, and also Rebecca. So thank you for everything that you've done with giving back to our students. We truly appreciate it. Oh yeah, no problem, no problem. Hey, all praises awesome. due to God, not not to me. All praises awesome. due to God. Very yeah, inspiring. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, this little country guy here is so full of surprises. <laughs> right, absolutely. I mean, it's extremely yeah. inspiring. Uh, I think I was yeah. there for only like thirty minutes to an hour, not very long, just to you know run up and say hello, just to watch the presentation of the scholarship itself. Even though I'm, you know, of course we know it's plenty of scholarships that we give out, you know, every semester. I don't get a chance mm-hmm. to meet the donors hardly ever. But okay. to see the young lady, the recipient, and also mm-hmm. Barry and Barry's family, 
oh my god mm-hmm. I was just touched for the day I really was yeah because yeah. you know the difference that a scholarship or any type of financial resource can make mm-hmm. to any mm-hmm. student so it was touching very touching yeah and I yeah. just stood back for the most part but it was very inspiring just to see yeah yeah especially this young black man Absolutely. from Alabama who's able to give back to the community Absolutely. And to be honest, I was thinking that it would be someone maybe almost close to retirement, (laughs) to be Mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. You know, not that I had all these fixations in my head, but when Rebecca first mentioned, uh, when Rebecca first mentioned Barry, I I didn't ask any questions. I'm just thinking that in my head. So, like I said, to see you and at your age, a young Black male giving back to the College of Nursing, it is extremely inspiring. Mm-hmm. And I made sure that I share that to, to everybody that I know. You know, that that's quite awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Good job, Barry. We're proud of you. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Far too kind. Absolutely. You're just sitting there taking it all in. I mean, it is. It's, it's just, I'm not shooting a crap. It's very inspiring. Yes, yes I agree. I agree. Even, um, mean when I talk to Barry and like hear the things that he does and is doing it is certainly very inspiring especially just you know coming from a young man who could be doing other things with his money but he decides to give back and to work hard and make things happen so absolutely I agree yeah yeah all right so let's see you have a large family five children yes goodness five girls (laughs) oh god They are tamed right now. I told one, like, look, don't say a word. Don't get on the skates. <laughs> the other one, she won't say too much anyway. She's a senior in high school this year. But they're all, you know, they're going to school at home right now. So yeah, not the little yeah. one. The little one is in school, but they're out for Mardi Gras break right now. So Uh-oh. it's been yeah, yeah. I yes. have four of my own, so I can sympathize. Oh, that's <laughs> fun. They're fun, though. Yeah. You know, the more you they have. Are. Yes, they are fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. it's challenging. Yes, all girls yes. from from nine ten. I'm sorry because I one just turned ten, but um from ten to four. I keep saying twenty five, but my little one corrected mm-hmm. me. So my wow. girls are ten, eighteen, and twenty four, and then my stepdaughters are twenty one and sixteen. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they're all self sufficient for the most part, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a blessing, though. I'm I'm proud of them, and um, I've always wanted to have a large family, and I'm bored without them. I mean, that's my life. That's oh, my yeah. everything. Yeah, yes, I understand that. And my husband yeah. too, but you know. Oh yeah, him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell us about how you got into your your area of nursing right now. You're okay. an adult nurse practitioner, and Yes. Tell us about how you got to there. Yes, I am an adult nurse practitioner, but my primary function is the role at the um, College of Nursing as assistant professor and director of diversity, equity and inclusion. But we toggle both. We we, we toggle both because you still have to practice to maintain your certification. Mm -hmm. So I practice at University Hospital as an adult nurse practitioner in the emergency um, department, which I absolutely love. But I started my nursing career 20, about 20 years ago. I went to the University of South Alabama to get my BSc and my Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. Worked a few years, started off in um, surgical trauma ICU as an ICU nurse. Started having more kids, so I kind of wanted a more daytime job. I started doing clinical research here locally in Mobile. So I was a clinical research nurse for a few years and I would work on industry trials, pharmaceutical trials on, you know, new drugs that are being developed. I ended up working in cancer research for a while. When I went back to school back around 2008, I enrolled at UAB to to start uh, pursuing my dream of uh, being a nurse practitioner. So I went to UAB to get my master's in science and nursing as an adult nurse practitioner. And I've been working as an adult nurse practitioner since in a variety of settings. But yes, right now I am at um, University Hospital uh, working in the emergency room. I don't do traumas or anything like that. It's not emergency. I'm not not an emergency room nurse, nurse practitioner. 
but we're there to see like the lower, lower level patients that are not as sick. They're not necessarily presenting with, with true emergencies. So basically the patients that are there to receive uh, care from primary care type issues, mm-hmm. such as um, strep throat or um, upper respiratory infections or okay. um, minor issues with their blood pressure, things of that nature that wouldn't require like a hospitalization or, you know, true emergency care. Okay. I love it. I love it. Love it. Good. There's nothing better than going to a job that you love. Yes, it is fun. It is quite I can fun. only imagine. Um, and it's the people that need you the most. And that's mm-hmm. the, the awesome part. Typically, our um, population of patients, um, they may be seeking help because they don't know where to get like um, their primary care needs taken care of. Or they okay. may go they may go to their primary care physician off and on and don't maintain mm-hmm. like a regular um, primary care physician. So we have a okay. chance to educate the patients that truly kind of need us the most and try to mm-hmm. set them on the right path so they can continue, you know, their care in an appropriate place. Okay. So how many days a week do you spend there? Maybe about no more than one, sometimes once okay. every other week, because the, like I said, the faculty role is my full-time role. So um, maybe once every other week, or if they need me a little bit more, maybe once a week. But that's about all I can do. It's it's a 12-hour shift, and it's... Okay. Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, what all does this include? A little bit of everything. Oh, goodness. (laughs) And I hate to say that, but for the most part, (laughs) and it's a new role, to be honest, um, I was just appointed. I interviewed in December. I was just appointed in January. So it's it's a new role to the college. Absolutely. It's inaugural. So this is the first position at the College of Nursing, not in the university, you know, not, I don't cover the entire university, just the College of Nursing. We do have a chief diversity officer for the school who's been mm-hmm. in his role maybe about two or three years now. So okay. in at, 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 in this role at the College of Nursing, I'm there to look at policy policies and practices to improve, increase and improve diversity among mm-hmm. our um, nursing faculty and staff and students and to make students and faculty and staff feel like uh, they're in an inclusive environment mm-hmm. and, and um, increase diversity. And when we say diversity in nursing, not necessarily um, race but also right. men because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. we we um, it's a it's a career fear field that's dominated by women for the most part mm-hmm. so making sure men feel welcome to attend nursing school at USA mm-hmm. College of Nursing and also um, influence more men to become nurses that's important but we all also think about um, our disabled um, populations that have maybe an interest in nursing which is very interesting to me and awesome and Mm -hmm. other groups. So um, that's my role. So anything I can do to help uh, our faculty understand the importance of of, uh, making sure our students feel like they're included, all students Mm -hmm. feel that they're Mm -hmm. included and they have the chance to succeed at our nursing school. My job surrounds that for the most part. Okay. What would you tell someone who um, is interested in applying to nursing school? What would you tell them um, to make themselves more marketable or to um, help to ensure that they get into school somewhere? Absolutely. If it's a high school student that has not, of course, selected a college yet, of mm-hmm. course, looking at the um, the variety of schools around them, whether it's uh, four-year universities or if they're interested in interested in an ADN or associate mm-hmm. degree nursing um, program, uh, first, first always find out as much information as you can about the school and the admission requirements. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in high school, you're just thinking, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a nurse, yeah. I want to be a nurse, but you may not have any idea that mm-hmm. you have to apply to go to nursing school um, yeah. your sophomore year of school. And mm-hmm. sometimes you may not know that it's a GPA requirement also that's important um, Mm -hmm. or certain courses that are definitely mandatory that you take prior to even um, submit application. So Mm -hmm. making sure that you're prepared prior to entering uh, higher learning or higher education is important. Taking a lot of courses in 
science and trying to make sure um, that you expose yourself to enough sciences and math and math also mm -hmm. so that you're able to be um, successful in the courses once you get to that whether it's a community college or a four-year um, school is important mm -hmm. and making sure that they make they do everything they can to keep that GPA up so they're competitive once applications roll around mm -hmm. even though we try Try and, and this is a role with a lot of diversity officers and coordinators, we try our best to look at other measures for admission other okay. than just that strict GPA, yeah. you know, we call yeah. it holistic admissions, where you can okay. kind of look at the person as a whole mm -hmm. and not necessarily by number. Mm -hmm. Because you can mm -hmm. have a 4.0 GPA, but you don't care anything about humans. And we all mm -hmm. know that to be a nurse, it is absolutely vital that you just care right. about people. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, people, you know, get through and it's it's quite evident, you know, especially when you go in the clinical setting mm -hmm. that I don't really care for the next man. And I feel like that's mm -hmm. so important. For right. Let out care. Just that simple mm -hmm. uh, attribute care. Yeah. That's yeah. so important uh, for you to have, because if you can't care, how can you provide medical care? Right. You right. Have to care for him. So preparation in sciences is important. Mm -hmm. So you can go where you want to go. Keeping your GPA up also in high school to so mm -hmm. get into whatever school you want to get into. And ACT mm -hmm. is, is absolutely important. So now is it ACT that's preferred over SAT? Well, it's, it depends regionally, right, if I'm not mistaken, and, and what, okay. what school. It's, so here, okay. you know, here um, in Alabama, we look at the ACT a good deal. And that's been going on since I was young. And you have a handful of students that go ahead and take the SAT. But from mm -hmm. my personal knowledge, also, ACT is what we kind of look at for the most part here. But I think that's more of a geographical, I'm thinking. Okay. Um, deal. Geographical. I, know, I didn't and, take the ACT. I just okay. took the SAT in South Carolina. It's, okay. Interesting. But of course, you know, we accept both. But okay. when you hear of any type of standards, for the most part, like admission uh -huh. requirements, they may mm -hmm. not even mention SAT, but you'll see in parentheses, like our SAT score of this to that. Look, I can't even tell you the score that lets you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. even like the normal scores, but I can spit out SA, ACT. But okay. from my understanding, just from me having children also and looking at the various, yeah. various schools that they've applied to, um, mm -hmm. ACT regionally. Um, okay, that's good around. to know because I have a 16 year old and all I've ever known is the SAT. Um, Interesting. So yes. we need to, yeah, need to figure that out too. Okay, yes. so would you, I guess, yeah, so that's a good point of advice also is looking at the requirements and looking at the test that is mostly accepted at whatever school they're looking at too. And this has to happen probably earlier on too, because most people take the SAT, ACT in their junior, I guess, junior year, right? Yes. But you know what I recommend when I go and speak to some of the high school students, I recommend the students to start taking it as soon as possible, like ninth grade. Yeah. My yeah, children started I agree. early. I, back when I was in school a long time ago, I remember, um, I don't know if it was counselors or some people would say like, hey, don't take it a million times. I took it enough times I, I never cared then but I did hear that and you'll still hear a few mm -hmm. counselors and stuff mention that to this day but when you mm -hmm. speak to people that um, do um, uh, work in ACT preparation or standardized mm -hmm. testing preparation such mm -hmm. as ACT boot camps and things of the other I know mm -hmm. the the professional that worked with my daughter told her to take it as many times as she needed to and yeah. so she started in ninth grade and she was able to improve her score drastically. The rationale is the more that you take something and get accustomed to the question yep. style, yep. that helps you with speed and everything else. Familiarity yep. is everything. It's like experience almost. Exactly. So the students begin to gain experience through the years. And sometimes mm -hmm. if you don't have people to tell you that, you know, at home, mm -hmm. you just don't know that's what you should do. And they have waivers these days for students to depend mm -hmm. on their um uh, economic financial. Uh, or financial situation they can mm -hmm. sometimes apply for waivers to take it also which could help okay. them kind of way so okay. I say take it over and over again I'm yeah. upset with my daughter now because she hadn't taken it again <laughs> she reached a particular oh. score and she's well, like, I know 
She was, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember, I can vividly remember sitting upstairs at my parents' house, um, taking the S, like studying for the SAT because my dad was like, you need to learn how to answer these questions, especially awesome. the analogies. That was one of the hardest parts. But just learning how to take the test mm-hmm. is such a huge part of it. So I totally agree with repetition. Um, and it was the same, honestly, with um, nursing school and CRNA school. You learn how to answer the questions. That's the bottom line is that Absolutely. you have to learn how to answer the questions because they're tricky. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it, it carries on for sure. Right. So I, I recommend prepping early just so they can uh, make sure they're able to go to the school that they want to go to. You know, you don't want something like that um, as a barrier to getting into right. whatever school you've had in your mind. Scholarships is right. one thing, but going where you want to go or where you think you mm-hmm. want to go is important too. So mm-hmm. what barriers can I have, whether it's uh, finan- you know, financial too, how can I, mm-hmm. you know, select, can, I need to select a school that I can afford to go to with or without a scholarship, however, whatever, making right. sure I have a decent GPA so I don't have trouble with admissions. And that's usually not the hardest part mm-hmm. well, with some students. But ACT may determine more so, you know, scholarships and extra financial mm-hmm. help. But being prepared, though, doing all that you can, um, even in high school, when you have a choice, right. to, you know, like extra classes and electives mm-hmm. and things, be crazy and take an extra science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give yourself that prep. Take an extra yeah. science, you know, go yeah. way out on a limb and, and and also try to find a mentor, even though it's hard, of course, right now to get in uh, doctor's offices yeah. and things or the other. But if you could shadow prior to um, going into nursing school, that's awesome, too. Because sometimes people mm-hmm. get in and find out it's not nice. what they want to do. Yeah, had a friend that found true. it out. Oh, gosh. That's the hard semester. And she got in. Out. Yes. And oh, she actually gosh. got in. And she was like, I cannot touch people. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it's not and the right time to be finding that out. Right. So she changed her major. And, wow. Uh, I mean, she's successful at what she does now, but uh-huh. you know, everybody has a different path. And that's, that's right. Okay too. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and you brought up scholarships, too. I know um, back when I graduated from high school, and I'm sure it was the same with you, like in, I think, Ebony or Essence magazine, there was always that long list of yes. all the scholarships that you could apply for. I don't know if that's still a thing, but I mean, there's the internet now and there are scholarships everywhere that you just have to look for. That's the biggest thing is that right. it, you have to put some work in, you have to write some essays, but like just look for the right. scholarships they're, that are out there. They're attainable. I was watching something the other day and they said it was like, I forgot how many millions of dollars of scholarships that were given out last year. And there's probably so many millions that go uh, unused for the most part right, because right. people are always thinking that hey they're not going to pick me and that's yeah. I've just had this conversation with my daughter like hey you may be one of like five or six applying shoot your mm-hmm. chance always mm-hmm. take your chance I bet absolutely. on me every time yeah. yes and it, it has worked I bet on me like I, in my mind I'm thinking even when it comes to nursing in general this mm-hmm. is my mindset because you can hear that oh nursing is hard nursing is hard nursing is hard mm-hmm. hard I look around and see other people that made it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I say they, you know, for the most part, they're no different than I am. And if they made mm-hmm. it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And it's all about that mindset too. Mindset. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, mm-hmm. scholarships, get back on that scholarships. You got to search a little harder for. I do yeah. remember that list in Ebony. I remember, you know, you brought back. <laughs> I remember yeah. that list and trying to go down. I remember having to go to the library when now I uh-huh. tell have it at your fingertips yes you have it on your phone exactly i won't say all but some yeah have it on your phone if you google think about whatever career field you want to go you know go into Mm -hmm. google Mm -hmm. and look um Mm -hmm. i also tell people to start with like local organizations too a lot of Mm -hmm. local organizations have scholarships right and fraternities um Mm -hmm. scholarships your local chapters even banks, you know, their um, right. headquarters. I know we use regions down here and a few other banks. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to tell students to create a social media account just for that alone. So mm-hmm. you can see when the scholarships, uh, scholarship applications 
open up for a particular scholarship or something. Oh, that's posted. a good idea. Uh huh. Um, I, that's where I'm getting most of my applications from, for the most part, is whether people present online when it opens. Wow. Uh huh. And not one particular database. It's it's coming from different people and companies. Mm-hmm. So okay. I still have your I bet on me in my head. That's my that's my saying for the rest of this week now. Yes. Or every time. Um, no, the rest of the year. <laughs> every time. It's like, why yeah. not me? You know, yes. why not me? Yes. And you just never know. I've I've won a few things in my life, like crazy things, like mm-hmm. I want an all expense trip to like a spa, just randomly filling out something, not even thinking in my head. And I'm mm-hmm. saying this to say, you just never know how you can get blessed one way or yes, another. I agree. I Same agree. way with your scholarship and your application. You may not think that you are the best writer, but mm-hmm. just try, just shoot mm-hmm. it out there. You have no idea how the stars may fall fall or anything but just try that's all it takes I completely effort, agree. a small degree yeah. of effort you don't yeah. have to be the best student you don't have to have the perfect gpa mm-hmm. perfect act act score it just takes yeah. time yes yes yeah and some it's belief time. in yourself mm-hmm. that you're worthy <laughs> exactly exactly mm-hmm. right, i feel like barry is ready to jump in hey barry <laughs> you still there barry <laughs> We can't hear you. Oh, y'all mute. That's right. That's right. I'm I'm ready to jump in. I'm like a tiger in the cage. All right. Um, yes. I want to say, well, I need to call Dr. Hall. That's one for uh, creating the position. And then uh, now and that, I'm glad you got it. Uh, oh, see. well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, we have talked a couple of times. It seemed like the same vision that I had uh, kind of explained to Rebecca. Seems like you have that that same vision, so um, I, I I'm glad to have you on board. Absolutely, uh, that's you. right, that's right. And uh, you know, you can always call me. Uh, I have nothing else to do in my life but to help y'all. Now, okay. I have a I, I have a, a laundry list of questions I would love to ask you, and we're gonna start from the rooter to the tutor. Okay. <laughs> now, I grew up in Jackson, Alabama, so I went my first. Mo- First semester of college was at Bishop State. Okay. And uh, I used to hear when I was a little boy, you know, hey, go down to Pritchard. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they, they, you know, some folks told me, hey, all the pretty girls go to LaFleur. Is that true? All the pretty <laughs> light-skinned girls. <laughs> Look. Uh-uh, come on with it now. Don't, don't you? Okay. Go. You know I have to go uh, down all kind of theories. I know, I know. I went to LaFleur. I grew up in Pritchard, but I went to LaFleur. Mm. It was a magnet school. I know. And LaFleur has this reputation of mm-hmm. having pretty girls. That's right. Okay. I have a hard time. I would never identify as pretty. And Okay. Keep going. Never. And so I hear Keep these going. things, but I, I anyway, that's a whole nother lecture. But anyway, <laughs> I heard those. Okay, I'm going to sit here waiting. <laughs> I don't, hey. It's hard. I'll tell you a long story. I pledged a whole nother sorority because I could never, even back then, 20 years ago, say that I was pretty. So okay, all right. Um, she not, ain't no in, my mom, in my mother is. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she well. was. See, that's, oh, yeah. We're going to have to but, have you back on just for that. Go ahead. But the thought of, to be honest, and I still, you know, it's something I might have to get past. Like, I don't, um, I believe in beautiful, in beautiful spirits. Mm-hmm. Um. And I kid you not, that's it. That's it. So okay. I heard of what you're saying. I, I'm not going to go that deep, but I heard, I've heard of that before. And I've, you know, mm-hmm. of course, heard of that before. Yes, I grew up in Fridget, but I went to LaFleur. I went to LaFleur. I love my mm-hmm. alma mater, regardless of, uh, you know, what reputation I have or whatever. I, you know, I love it. I, I feel like I got a good education there. It was a variety of students went there when I went there. They bus students from all over the county when right. uh, when I went to LaFleur, that's when it first changed to a Mac school. So I feel like I got an awesome experience there. And um, I like my school. I like my school. Okay. All right, then. I feel All like right. it prepared me, you know, for college. I really do. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. All right. All right, then. Um, you, you touched on the, um, you having that job. I want to I wanna see what's your five-year plan for this position. Oh, awesome. Five-year plan. We're still mm-hmm. getting there now. I'm early. So when I oh, speak about, yes, I'm early. When I speak about um, the importance of the role of increasing and improving diversity among faculty, 
that means we want to recruit and retain faculty of uh, underrepresented backgrounds, including minorities. So um, I don't have a percentage yet, but the typical uh, way that we try to look at this through data and research is having a faculty that's made up of the same representation of your students. And I think from our last numbers around 2019 or so, I think we had about 28% of our students were from minority backgrounds. So it would be awesome to have our faculty makeup that's similar to um, our student makeup. Um, secondly, is increasing the amount um, students from minority backgrounds and underrepresented backgrounds, increasing the amount of students um, in our nursing program would be important. We're at, like I said, around 28%, but look at our city and our um, county surrounding us. We have more, you know, minorities that we can pull from and influence to, to come to um, the field of nursing. So that's important to me increasing enrollment and it's you know it, it's challenging you can enroll all day but retention important so <laughs> <laughs> you can enroll you can pull in a whole bunch of people but retention is so important so a goal also like i said numerically i'm not there yet we're still working on that numeric um but in general i would love to um make sure we retain more students of color our students from underrepresented backgrounds also. That's important. And you can do some of those things by trying to um, implement success, student success programs for um, students of color or students from uh, low socioeconomic backgrounds. Also, I would love to see all of our faculty members and staff trained on um, yeah. cultural competency that's important. That's important as a nurse, not just in the job place, but as a nurse also. I would love to see everyone <laughs> truly trained on, um, and that's an ongoing training deal, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I would hope to see all of our faculty members trained on cultural competency. Great ass. Great ass. I like that, that last one you said. You have to We're be trained faculty members. Yes. That's, a, that's important. Um, we're teaching future nurses. So what are we teaching future nurses? I know I'm careful of what I'm teaching, our, especially our undergraduate nursing. Um, I teach community health nursing now, and we have topic on different races and health disparities and all that good stuff in our textbook. And it's good sometimes to pull supplemental information. This is from me mm -hmm. reading. Another instructor may have read through the textbook and been totally fine with what they're reading. But I didn't mm -hmm. like what I read. Oh. I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And I have to think about it. People write textbooks that are no different than us. We just, mm -hmm. you know, we do a chapter and throw it in here, here and there. Mm -hmm. But we we have to be careful with what we're putting out, you know, to our nursing students so that they're able to be competent when they go out and take care of various um, different people. And I always mm -hmm. tell my students, just get to know whatever um, ethnic group a minority group that is uh, prominent in whatever area you move to, because they may right. move all over the country. And take your time trying to get to know students, uh, not students, but patients and community members um, and understanding their health issues and just talk through communication. You can learn so much more. Don't, don't generalize from the little bit of investigation that you do, but take your time with getting to know the people that you'll serve in whatever area that you'll go work in. That's important. Mm -hmm. We have to think about um, how we're teaching culture too. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, it's not like, I mean, it's a lot of research on it. I know we've, in the last so many years, we've been working hard with integrating, you know, cultural competency in our curriculum. And faculty need help with it too. I still need help with yes. it. I mean, all yes. of us, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I agree. And if you look at particular groups with bias, you know, your students will do the same. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's like it's ingrained the in them. Mm -hmm. Right. They learn from us. Yep. If you make inappropriate comments, mm -hmm. they learn us. So mm -hmm. just making sure that we're trained on a lot of diversity uh, related topics are important. And it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a work in progress. You, you know, you don't get there overnight at all. Um, right. It takes time. And I'm willing to put in that, that slow march um, to achieve some of those things.
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, then. Hey, that's a great, great answer. We're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to bring you on another time just for that. Cause it's like you got a whole new uh, train of thought. All right. Um. Hey, I I got one that everybody would like to know. Okay. I I like to talk numbers. Okay. Hey, you say you are uh, you a nurse practitioner? Uh-huh. Hey, what the what? Yeah, what them numbers look like? What 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 salary look like? Yeah, give Here, me a ballpark figure. Oh, yeah, in mobile. Okay, only because I just did some of this for a grant. It's not as I hate to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. I mean, great to me when you look at the the work, and I know the work that we put in at at the hospital, and I'm not full time there. But I think it was around seventy some thousand to 80 with starting pay okay all right for an np in the ed full-time no 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 not in the ed i just found this out yesterday it may be around 87 in the ed and but let's yeah (laughs) in which i had a long conversation behind that too the type of work because we're not seeing and and i and i water it down a little bit and say Mm -hmm. that we see more lower level patients Mm -hmm. the nurse practitioners i work with are absolutely fantastic and I mean, they will work up a little bit of everything because what happens is patients get backed up just like in a lot of mm-hmm. other EDs mm-hmm. across the country. And we get them started sometimes before they move to the back, to the physicians, to the attending emergency okay. room attendings and everything. And so we might have a somewhat, not a critical patient, not someone that might need a vent or anything like that, but someone that truly mm-hmm. more than likely they're going to be admitted and all this good stuff. And I know our MPs, I don't do it that much, but they'll work them up to admission and ordering Mm. all kind of things and trying to rule out everything and i've learned so much i've only been there a year and a half but i've learned Mm -hmm. so much just because we have the ability to initiate those uh workup on the more acute patients also and then transfer them over to the attending once a room is available in in the back but we just moved to our new ed like a month ago Mm -hmm. but the type of work that we and i say i say we but i should say they also that they put in there I feel, I, I hope that there's, their salary would increase drastically. <laughs> I really do. Yes. Yes. I don't say I do too much because I'm, I'm part-time, I'm PRing up, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But just in defense of the the nurse practitioners that I work that I work with, like I said, they're absolutely phenomenal, but I know they may do just as much work as the attending physicians mm-hmm. in the back. I hate to compare, but I mean, sometimes patients are there in the front with us for hours and hours and hours, and we're mm-hmm. able to rule out everything so we can discharge them. Okay. But that's like extensive CT scans. I mean, we order every, we order a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I try not to do too much of that. I try to stay in my yeah. lane. In yeah. my lane. But the full timers, they will for the sake of making sure that the patient gets seen. And what mm-hmm. we do is go back and and make sure the attendant back us up on whatever and work together as a team to make sure we're doing the right thing. I do it all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I run back and, and make sure they back me up all day, especially mm-hmm. when I'm dealing with a more complicated patient. But yeah. the compensation, I, I hope, would increase. And it has increased because I remember a time, Barry, when I think I was quoted maybe 50-some thousand or 60. Man, nothing. I as mean, it's NP? not nothing, but... As an NP. And I told Man, them, no... Low. And um, I couldn't take, I told them that was lower than what I made as a nurse. And I couldn't <laughs> take that, you know, pay cut. And so no. they went back and did a, mm-hmm, they did a salary survey and they tried to increase it some. And that was maybe about eight years ago, right before okay. I came over to the College of Nursing. And that was for a specialty. That was, that was for oncology. Well, mm-hmm. I guess. Like you said, this is one of those instances where you have to, like, you have to be cut for this. You have to know this is what you want to do, because if you're going into it for a money, it's not always there in some places. In some places, you will work hard and not make whatever you think you should be making. Um, but yeah. Okay. Right. Some people start off higher. It just depends, Barry, yeah. um, you know, where working you or maybe specialty right. clinics or private places may start you off more like I know I know a hospital is started off around 115,000 so it's just a, that was a new grant that was a new grant mm-hmm. oh they liked it, her or him mm-hmm. they liked it though yeah and I think it was the relationship there but you know yeah. that was a new grant recently so yeah. I think it just depends. okay hey I got I heard you saying you know kind of like I guess 
the College of Nursing, it's not a lot of donors that really interact with their students or whatever the case is. Why, why do you think that's the case? You know, let me be honest, they may, and I, mm. maybe it wasn't brought to my attention. So, oh, okay. right, no different than like the day that you were there uh, presenting your scholarship. I've never seen it done, just in passing, to be honest. But you know, a lot of us are not on campus right now. But I've been there eight gotcha. years, and I don't think I've ever seen that. So that was very mm. inspiring. And um, I don't know where our pictures are going to go. I have to ask Dr. Hall, like the pictures that were taken that day. Right. But I think we need to see, you know, we need to see it. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she okay. may have already have intentions on doing something with it. She's very innovative with thinking, you know, so she may have intentions, right. but even if it was on our Facebook page, and I think the, per, you know, I, I don't know. I think we're getting that going because I've seen a few things posted within the last week or so. So, okay, yes, I think it's important for that to be seen, you know, for the public. So. I agree. I agree with that. I just think it's important, especially um, anybody to get a scholarship, just pronounce it to the real. You know, and I'm going to say my scholarship is very narrow. Uh, it's for a particular small amount of people. I just like doing it just because people back home, they don't really see or uh, they don't really see a lot of success stories. Uh, the people that come from my area, Jackson, that rural area, if you get a degree, more times than not, you're moving away and you never heard from. Or if you do, you come in, you come in, see your family a couple of days. And you gone. You don't you don't really interact with people. So um I felt like um as this podcast grow, uh, I had did like a whole little 20, 30 minute spiel on it, kind of like the miss my miss to the rural, uh how I felt when I first got into nursing school. So I'm I'm very thrilled to uh, have you on as, as the uh, diversity diversity officer. Now, hey, I I got something for you right here. How many students are or accepted every semester. Do you know that number? I just want to know. Around for undergraduate? Yeah, for undergrad. I think we are somewhere around like like 130s or 40s. I would have to double Ooh, check. Man. You had I to go check. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of that's a lot for the undergrad. Right. I think it's around 130s or so. And I'm speaking on that when I think about my class some of my class sizes and you know through the two years some fall off and they, oh yeah we don't retain all that's of, right. but i that's think right. around 130 something don't quote me it may be a little less than that okay i remember um man my first day i'm just gonna share this experience and then i'm gonna be gone Absolutely. um that first day i saw all them folks in that altar and they're my first time being in a real that big altar which it ain't really that big Man, I saw all them folks. I was like a fish out of water. Did you feel intimidated? <laughs> intimidated. I was scared, vulnerable, everything. I had to have a, uh, I had to have a coming to Jesus moment open now. Really? Just so I, yeah, cause I was, I just felt out of place. Right. I felt out of place now. I when you look around, you don't see a lot of people that look like you. Mm-hmm. You just, hey, you, you feel empty on it. Like, boy, man, it's it's a out of real experience for me, and I had to get used to that. And now, now it don't it don't matter who I'm with. I can talk. Right, but it takes talk to anybody. Yeah, right. it takes a minute. But but at that very moment, nursing school at the, that first semester is very hard, mm-hmm. and it's hard. It's hard enough just having the content and learning the content part, but the emotional part, not you know having to study for stuff. And then when you don't really, I don't know, I could be totally wrong. When you see somebody that look like you. It's almost like you got a shorthand. Y'all, y'all communicate with each other through your eyes. Right, you do. I remember being on campus uh, years ago like that. And and back mm. then, um, it was crazy, but we say this all the time. All the Black people spoke to each other. It was so few. So it wasn't, <laughs> That's right. You know, it wasn't, you didn't walk past another, you know, Black person after nope. however you identified. You don't do that. You didn't do it. We all kind of knew each other. And of course, the campus has grown. And it's a little different. So you may walk past each other more, but it's sad. But even back then, we all hung together, even in nursing school. <laughs> oh, you had to. I mean, it was, we were like family. Like they spent mm-hmm. at my house. I know one of my classmates because she lived in Pensacola and she was older than I, than, than, than I was, uh, maybe like 10, 15 years. She had a 
family and everything. But she would come over and spend a night at Mobile. But we hung together like this, just super close. It was only three in our class that were minorities. I don't think it was any other race, maybe just three Black students in my nursing class at about 30. Back then, they were admitting around 30. And it, okay. it is hard when you don't see people that look like you. It's, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you took me back. I was trying to envision, too, exactly as you were talking, walking into especially the auditorium. Not just Black, minorities, period. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I agree Not with that. Black, when I went back and all, right, when I went back and all, talked to the students, March 2020, um, I just saw a few. So I, I mean, my, my heart go out to them. Go ahead. Yeah, it's not easy. And, and hopefully through not just my position, but our diversity and inclusion council, we can come up with more activities to help with mentorship and also um, just anything to pull the students in a little bit more. Dr. Hall has some awesome ideas um, too regarding uh, forming other student organizations, like a multicultural student organization, just a few things she even both of us together kind of mesh together just anything to make you know students feel more connected mm-hmm. okay well hey we are we are coming to an end i told okay. you about an hour so we're gonna give you some uh last last uh many questions kind of like rapid fire almost who are your favorite mu- music artists that you like to listen to coming in the work beyonce beyonce you gotta give me yeah, you got to give me your best. Well, give me three three Beyonce songs that you like to listen to. Oh, Survivor. Um, look, that's Destiny's Child. I'm a truth. <laughs> I go oh, way back. I go way back. Uh, the, uh, Survivor. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm bad with name. Get me by it. Okay. I like, okay. All of them. I like the sl- Dangerously in Love. I like this old school. Uh, yeah. I go back to my okay. old. <laughs> okay um, all right all right so uh hey next question um uh, activities that you do for fun during covid um i was walking before it got too cold and that was very fun to me i like playing mm-hmm. with stickers believe it or not i like planning okay. uh, books and using like um, little motivational oh, stickers yeah. and decorating my planner and all that kind of crazy stuff that's fun. Mm-hmm. it's very weird but it's fun i love i absolutely love, <laughs> love it Okay. Ain't no wrong with uh-huh. that. All right. Hey, name one thing you would tell your younger self. Oh, that's a good one. It's not appropriate for the podcast. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <It's> appropriate. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh, um, oh okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, run hard. Live even harder. And I think I had fun, but I would have even more fun. <laughs> I think uh-huh. I had fun. I think I had fun, but I would... Um, I would eat. I would take even more chances. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. I would okay. act a fool. You know what? Really, act a fool. Just that. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> act a That's fool. Right. Ain't, ain't mm-hmm. no wrong with that. Uh huh. Act, act. All right. Have All fun. Right. Life is short. Yeah. It sure is. Now. It's this short. Yeah. Love yeah. hard. I mean, I still. I've always loved hard, but have fun. Act a fool. Act just. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Last question, then I'm we're gonna let you go. All right, name one nurse you think should be on the show, and if you name them, you got to help us give them. I'm trying to think of a crazy one, yeah. Think of a crazy one, then <laughs> I know some, I know you know some. Come on, hey, come with one. All right, better, yeah. If you want to come with two, you come with two. I come to Jamira Edwards, she's a nurse practitioner. Who is that? Jamira what? What's the Edwards. last name? I might know her. Jamira Edwards. Edwards. I don't know her maiden name. Oh. Edwards is her okay. married name. Kimberly Jordan. Did she teach okay. you? I don't know if she taught you. Uh, Kimberly Jordan. It sounds familiar. It sounds familiar to me. She's crazy, too. She's funny. <laughs> okay. Crazy. Okay. Um, Chandra, right. I'll give you three. Chandra Butler. She'll talk all day. We talk oh, I got We crazy. <laughs> we, mm, talk all, hey. we talk all day. I know me. I know Dr. Butler. Uh-huh. Yes, we gotta get we gotta get Dr. Butler on now because I want to ask her. What did she see in me when they? Hey, when she saw me walking down the hallway, did she see dead man walk? <laughs> she um, she loves students and anything that she can do to help too. She will go mm-hmm. crazy to do. Okay. Her and uh, Kim also. Kim might have came. You might have already graduated when um, 
uh, Kim Jordan came, but she's very devoted to, to our future nurses, okay. mainly, and the success of our minority nurses, so. Okay, then. Well, hey, Dr. Scott, this has been a great podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, send you a little something, a little gift, give best, you know. Oh, Betty, yeah, sure. You can send me one. I'm on, I'm the donor. Hey, y'all supposed to cater to me. I, hey. I thought, what, what did we see? I don't know. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Oh, I don't know. But uh, I'm a, as soon as I find a out. Big thank you. I have to tell Dr. Hall. Barry said he need a big thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, t- tell Dr. Hall, too, because, hey, I... I I like to take care of Dr. Howell. So, you know, she hey, speaks, I need she it. truly speaks. I mean, she always speaks highly of you and um, both of them. Like I said, both her and uh, Rebecca, they they think the world of of you and um, just giving back in general. Because I don't know too I many guess. other, you know, to be honest, I'm just being honest. I don't know too many other ones uh, that they mention personally. So gotcha. Gotcha. I know they okay. truly appreciate you, whether or not, you know, they sent, we sent anything or not, but I know they appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool that's cool hey i'm gonna tell you somebody else that i um i love that woman uh it's a uh, sewer she's the academic advisor uh-huh. that one that one right there she ain't got to call twice she called me one time oh. hey barry i need some i'm gonna give it to her because she let me in into the into the program after mm. i had got rejected so um that one Shut right there she heard, Yes, she she holds a next time. <laughs> oh, that hey, that, hey, please do. And and Shawana, I tell you, I'm long winded, so be prepared. Me Keep too. <laughs> Look, me too. Unfortunately, I am. All right, all right, then, Doctor Scott. Hey, I'm gonna go ahead all and right. let you go. All it's right. been good, though. Thank you all. Thank you so much. All right, we'll then, do. Thank you. thank you. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Nice meeting you too. Nice meeting you.